separation agreement on Thursday that will pay Curry $2.5 million. You're listening to Talk Sports. You son of a You better not hire that coach who can't even have a decent record at Rutgers. Legendary Pennsylvania jockey Jose Flores died after a sickening racing incident yesterday. Airing every day from noon to 3. You're disgusting. We're going to hire the man that gave 69 points to the Butch Jones offense? Nice. No longer a ball for life. Seriously, John, you. On 1340 WKGN. Spike the elephant may be the happiest elephant in the world. Why is he the happiest elephant in America, you might ask? He joined six female elephants. Ambika, Shantai, Bozi, Kamala, Swarna, and Maharani in his elephant pit. Do you want to be average? Grow a pair of you. Hour number two, kicking off here in the White Claw Hard Seltzer Studios. Hit me with some headlines, Cody Mack. Okay, thanks, John. <clears throat> you could have cleared your voice see the last four minutes. Yeah, yeah, we get it. All right, thanks, John. Uh, apparently the Nashville mayor, Cooper. You're welcome. Is not running for re-election. Mayor, <gasps> mayor Cooper in Nashville. Who the hell is Mayor Cooper? He's the mayor of Nashville. Don't. don't John... Cooper. John Coop, I believe. I'll, I'll, only Nashville mayor I recognize is Megan Barry. I bet you do. The one that was getting it on in the in the in the in the cemetery. Yep, that's the only one. I, that's my mayor. Well, we this is possibly relevant because of ties to the Titans. What are the ties to the Titans? I don't know. I feel like the mayor has some effect on the Titans. What, what do you think? The Titans are going to move now? They're going to leave Nashville? What do you think? No, I mean, I just, you know, that certain things that happen with the city and the stadiums and planning. Whenever and, we had to delay know. our game an hour because of the snowstorm. Yeah, the mayor has some impact on the team. I don't think in it some really matters. Way. Anyway, he's out. He's not running for re-election, so Nashville will have a new mayor. wonder when we'll get a new mayor. Who's our mayor? Do we have a mayor? Is it Kincaid? Is that right? I don't know. Is it the mayor? I feel like we should know this. Is it not the Jacobs guy? He's Knox County mayor. There's a city and a county. Glenn Jacobs, the the wrestlers that you're talking about. Yeah. Why is there so many people like him? We have a county and a city mayor. Why do we need so many? India? I N D Y A? How would you say that? What has it spelled? I N D Y A? India. India? India, 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 India. What did I say? The last name was Kincaid. Kincannon is the name. Kincannon. Kincannon. I'm going to claim that that was close enough. Huh. Kincaid, Kincannon. That's the I've city mayor. Yeah. What's she like? What do you mean? She has the second female mayor. Let me see her. She won on a 52 percent vote. Is she hot? She's not hot. She's not ugly, but. She's an older lady. Uh, oh, that face isn't just that is, uh, that is just fun. That's hateful. That's a mayor. You notice we have like one mayor that's very liberal, and then the county mayor is always very conservative. Well, I mean, city life versus county life will mm-hmm. usually do that for you. Well, I'm sure she's a nice lady. Uh, update on JT Shrout. 
three days late. Let's hear it. Three days late. Yeah, yeah. I feel like this was announced like either Sunday afternoon or Monday. He tweeted Monday. it yesterday. What did he tweet? Thankful for the opportunity God has presented me with. Wolves up. He's going to play for Arkansas State. Yep. JT Announced Shrout. yesterday by JT Shrout. I think it broke like either Monday morning or Saturday. You didn't mention it. Because I don't care about JT Shrout. Well, it's an update. Well, I'm not. I'm in charge of the big stories. You're in charge of headlines. We can't do a 15-minute segment on JT Shrout, so I don't bring it up. You could. That's your job. Mention it. Nobody cares if JT Shroud's going to play for Butch Jones at Arkansas State. No All one right. cares. Well, I won't read any news then. You don't care about my stories? Well, I'm saying I, I don't mind that it's in headlines. I'm saying I can't do a 15-minute a segment on it. That's what I'm in charge of. You do the headlines. You do the news. That's what you're I'm saying. trying to do the news. Well, give it to us. If you uh, Three cared days about ago. it. Give it to us three days ago. No, I gave it to you. Yeah, the announcement was made yesterday. It was broken every time I on g- every time I give a news story, it's uh oh yeah, it's three days old. It's not three days old. Rumors may have been circulating. It was three reported. Days ago. It was reported. I don't care if it was two reported. days ago. Two the guy seven. didn't announce Arkansas until State yesterday. Left. No, he just didn't tweet about it. ESPN had it on Monday. Ex Colorado quarterback J T. Stroud headed to Arkansas State on January thirtieth. Pete Thamel. He ESPN. announced it yesterday. I'm telling you that everyone else said it on Monday. Well, everybody could go jump off a bridge if they wanted to. I'm not jumping off the bridge till today. So you need to hear it from the horse's mouth. That's right. Okay. Don't tell me about your sources. Sources tell me. Well, from now on, any story you give me, I want to hear from the horse's mouth, not reports. Well, that's that's how I like to do Let's things. Let's hear your next headline. Taylor Lewan may be gay. Or possibly another NFL From player. Taylor Lewan himself? Uh, I'm going to go with Taylor Lewan. That's who I'm picking. But uh, the YouTuber, Jeffree Star. Are you familiar with Jeffree Star? I am not. Who is Jeffree Star? He's a makeup tutorial YouTube star. I guess transgender? I don't know for sure what he is. Anyway... He's been posting pictures on his social media about hooking up with an Can't NFL just call player. Call gay people transgender. I don't know which one he is. Well, I I know you can't I, just I, call gay people transgender. Well, that's why I said I don't know for sure. You said he's transgender. I think you, you either know or you don't. Well, what would you? I mean, you've watched go- so many informational videos on this. Yeah, and- How many- Google him and see I- what you think. It's not about what I think or whatever. Or again, what I, what you think he would be. What would you would guess he would be? I don't know. It looks like a. I don't know. Looks like a what? I don't say it looks like a guy, but it does. I mean, his, well, it his, is a guy. His Instagram does say "mom of eight Pomeranians," so maybe he's transgender. So I nailed it. Anyway, the point is not about his sexuality, gender. The point is not that. The point is that he's apparently hooking up with an NFL player. And the, he's been tweeting out these cryptic photos that are just showing, like, the back of the head or, like, the neck down. And people have noticed some tattoos in certain areas. And uh, the, the Internet's in a craze right now trying to figure out who the NFL player is. Your side of the Internet. <laughs> According to 2018, I Googled, he, he says that he is a man. Okay. So he's not transgender. So we're using the right pronouns. Well, after you called him transgender, yeah. 
I said he. He's just gay. He's just gay. Well, he's got a certain look about him. I don't know. I don't know what you they want call me himself to do. mom though. I don't, uh, what's the headline here? Where does this matter? He's, I've tried to tell you. Uh, you know, picture, if you want to keep you, if you want to keep criticizing my headlines, what's I'll just headline? not do so them. Jeffrey Star, who most of our audience doesn't have a clue who they who he is, it's and about want the to know NFL who player. Who? What NFL player? I'm sorry that you're not up to date. I on am what's up to date. On. I know the story. He posted a picture in the mirror with somebody from behind, and no one knows who it is. Right, the internet's in a frenzy. No one's really in a frenzy. Out. Again, it's one of those things that most people don't care about. I have not. Spent, okay, well, you can do headlines. I have then. not spent. You do headlines. I, you need to get you a clean Twitter to get headlines. What do you? What you do, do you think? You do the headlines. So what's Every, the headline everybody here? else? No, no. You, I just want you to headline. criticize the man in the arena. You and Cam. Cam, you this do the headlines. Read one poem last week, you, you and now wants to reference it every time. Why don't you do the headlines? <laughs> This guy read one poem. Thought it Tom you Brady had said it. You think he it's it so Tom, easy? He All right, here's Brady. the headline. He thought it was Tom Brady's quote. You think quote. it's so easy to come up with 15 to 20 news stories I'm every day? I'm asking Go what ahead. the headline is. Jeffrey Star, who people don't know, I gave you the headline. is posing with a picture and no one knows who it is. No one knows who it is. What's the headline? It's an NFL player. So for some reason, that makes you it relevant. For some reason, you put Taylor Lewan in there. That's just who I pretended to be. I mean, there's <laughs> you fantasize about Jeffrey Star and Taylor Lewan. That's what. That's the. No, I just want Taylor Lewan to be gay. There, there's tattoos on the fingers that Taylor Lewan has, and they saw him in the picture too. So some people are saying maybe it's Taylor Lewan, but they don't know for Cam, sure. Here's a real headline. headline. Um, yeah, go ahead. South Carolina just got committed you, you to the number now. one it's player in the now. country. South Carolina's been. Um, oh boy, I really off. care about this. Yeah, South we South have Carolina's, to play against them every year. South Carolina's yeah. gonna be a little bit it's of a problem. Six five, two hundred twenty-five. Oh wow! Athlete, uh, great headline. Runs a ten two in the hundred, which is who is this? What's his his name? name is Nicholas Harbor. Nicholas is spelled N Y C K O L S. It'll come. What? Who? That's the headline here. Who the hell named their kid Nicholas? N Y C K O L E S. What the hell is this? Yeah, hundred man roster. Nicholas. Really interested in this one. Who's guy ranked as the number one player in the country? Two four seven has him. Their composite has him as the nineteenth best uh, number, number one athlete. One, number one athlete is what I meant. Oh, okay, okay. Top uh, twenty player. But yeah, it's the highest rated prospect to sign with South Carolina under Beamer. And this is for is it, this is a so today's signing day, right? Yes. We we forget because of the early signing and stuff, but where does this move South Carolina up to? How are they recruiting? Getting with a big five star. I don't think it's been reflected yet, but they're number sixteenth in recruiting right now. Getting him might knock them up a couple spots. Tennessee holding steady at number eight according to two four seven's rankings. Top eight class for Heibel is pretty damn good, really. Yeah, yeah, yeah. For as good as Notre Dame was recruiting, they ended up at ninth behind us. But they do have of their twenty four commitments. They have 24 stars. So Notre Dame doing a good job of getting some blue chippers. Cody's pouting over here. Well, you go ahead and talk about this. He's pouting, Cam. Why don't he's you mad. guys do another segment he's, on it? It's, he's, he's, it's so enthralling. Yeah, it's so much. I'm really interested It's so much in it. worse than Jeffrey Star, who no one knows who that is. Nobody knows who this is either. Keep your gay agenda on your yeah. For You page. Just stop it. <laughs> Nobody knows stop anything trying to about this. Stop trying to indoctrinate our children. Nobody stop trying to push things this. on us. It could maybe be Taylor the One. Isn't that funny? He has tattoos on his hand. Wow, what a great story. 
just I'm sorry that you're I'm not gonna up get, to date. I'm going to get duped by Taylor the One trying to play along with it on the internet. Isn't he so funny? Oh, I love Taylor the One. Maybe it's him, guys. <laughs> Great story. What do you think the Nashville mayor, John Cooper, thinks about it? Do you think that's why he's resigning? Maybe not, it's John not Cooper. Doing headlines anymore. <laughs> I will not be doing the next hour, so I hope you guys find some you like. Beats out Oregon. Which, I mean, that's not a huge win. But it beats home state Maryland, which isn't a huge win either. It seems kind of weird this guy's final three is South Carolina, <laughs> Oregon, and Maryland, though, right? That's a weird grouping, it seems like. He's uh he's fast. Yeah. Yeah, he uh at that size, that's uh <laughs> yeah, he's, that's he's, a problem. He's fast. What is South Carolina doing? How are they recruiting this way? I guess they, they did beat be Clemson and Tennessee. Hmm. <sighs> I still can't get over that damn name. Yeah, the, the spelling is, is wild. Jaden Rashada, last little bit of uh, recruiting news. That's the guy that got to Florida. The quarterback mm-hmm. is like, actually, I'm not coming because you're not giving me $13 million. People are projecting him in the industry to go end up at uh, Arizona State. Okay. Which I don't know how much money he's going to end up getting from Arizona State, but if I still got a couple million dollars, that'd be a pretty fun campus to be rich on. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. Arizona State uh, would be really fun to be rich at. Let's go to break. Let's talk sports on Fan Run Radio. So you're watching the game, and you see another ad for FanDuel Sportsbook, and you think to yourself, is that legal here in Tennessee? You bet it is. FanDuel Sportsbook is now legal in Tennessee, and you can place your first bet on FanDuel Sportsbook. Sad that we wouldn't let you do headlines. Are you still upset? You going to introduce the topic here? You well, gonna, I'm just saying, you are you going to do your job? You going to? Are you going to You gonna keep? Well, I said no if you are going to participate. Trying to. Uh, I didn't know if you are going to participate. Me. Why don't you pick something to talk about? Giselle commented on Tom Brady's goodbye message on Instagram. Said she was wishing him nothing but happiness in his new journey with prayer hand emojis. What do you consider? I got, I got two people here on the opposite end of the spectrum. Okay. Too fat to ride a roller coaster. What waist size do you think you need to be? To not be able to ride a yeah, roller coaster? Yeah, to be too fat. What is a reasonable expectation for people... Because there's a new ride that's coming out at Universal Studios, and they've made some people mad about it. I don't know what a big waist line would be. I guess I'm like, uh, well, I'm, inter- um, I'm interested in what the, the person who doesn't have to worry about this thinks. Maybe like, I don't You know. seem really scared to give an answer. I, I don't, I'm trying to calculate how waistlines work. Um, what size waist do like, you wear, a 30, like 31? A 32, okay. 33, somewhere in there. Uh, so I'd go, like, 50? 50? Cody, what do you think is a reasonable expectation for a roller coaster? Well, now you need my input, huh? Well, like I said, I'm getting two, mm. two, two opinions on it. If you're a size 44, you're not going to be able to ride it. A size 44 waist? A size 40, probably even a size 40. Oh, wow. You think a size waist 40... Line, Waistline's by inches, or is it... I don't think like it's centimeters inches. Centimeters or something? I don't, I don't know. know. What the hell it when is. I was in sixth grade, I could not fit on Mr. Freeze. And I was I was only 212 pounds. 
You couldn't fill in a ride at 212 pounds? Yeah. How tall were you at the time? So I guess I mean, I'm trying to just kind of. I mean, I was, I was fat, but I Why don't I'm just trying to picture, like, you know, because, you know, you tell me 212 pounds. I mean, pounds, I wasn't five, eleven and a half like I am now, but yeah. I might have been five, I don't know, five, seven. I don't know. Okay, well, people are mad at Universal Studios because <laughs> they got the new Mario Kart ride coming soon, and they have said that uh, 40 inches is their cutoff. Yeah, it's. That feels... That's probably about right. That feels low. Well, yeah, when you look at the average American. Well, yeah, that especially, but like... And the average American is really who frequents those theme parks. I've never felt really in danger of not being able to ride a roller coaster, but like... You're teetering. I mean, I'm a size 38 waist. Yeah. If you get a little fatter... Some of my dress pants back in the day would have been 40 for sure. If you just get a little bit fatter, there's going to be certain ones you can't get on. Now, it's not all of them, though. A size 40 can get on some roller coasters. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've just never felt really like in danger of being too big for the roller coaster. I'd say you need to be about a size 44, maybe even 42, probably 44 to not be able to get on any roller coaster. 44 is a cutoff for any roller coaster? Uh, I'd say okay. majority of them. Yeah, I mean... I mean, there's probably not a roller coaster I could get on. I don't know what size pants I wear. They don't tell you on sweatpants. They're just elastic. You had some khakis on yesterday. I'm wearing these, but they're too big. I think these are like 48 or something, but they're too big. They're loose. Yeah. I don't know. I could probably get in a 44. Maybe. I don't know. You're wearing 48. That's not going to be tough to get into a 44. I could I could get into smaller if I just wore them under my belly, but I pull them up over my belly. Yeah. You know, you see some fat guys that they'll have their pants on their waist, which is where they're supposed to be, but then they'll have that belly hanging over. Sure. And I don't want to be the guy that's wearing pants below the belly and then a shirt that doesn't cover the whole belly. That's my biggest fear. You know what I mean? You see the fat guys walking around and they got the overhang and the bottom of the belly's coming out. It's like, could you cover that up, sir? A so study, I pull mine up over the... The National Health and Examination... Uh, the National Health and Nutrition Examination Survey said uh, in 2016 that the average waist size for men was 40.2 inches. Which meant that the average person... <laughs> the was, average American yeah. has a 40-inch waist? That checks out. And this person... Is saying that uh, the for women it was thirty eight point six inches, which seems kind of crazy. We're a fat country, man. Hey, yeah, got, we're the women got hips country. though. They got fat. They got big fat asses. I don't know if the and hips. Men got big fat bellies. Hips. I don't know if the hips count on the waist though. Oh, that's fair. Because I mean, I feel like Probably you know, is a little when above, I'm picturing people with big waists, I'm picturing like they pull them up over them and then it kind of sets. I mean, I, I don't yeah. know. Women got big fat asses and men got big fat bellies. Yeah. My weight shows in my belly. A woman's weight shows in her ass. It's usually how it works. You ever see one of those women, like those Sunday church women? You go to like a buffet. You know what I mean? Like a woman just got out of church on Sunday. I mean, I'm, I've been with women that got and out of she's church got on Sunday, a, but I'm not following she's you. She's got a six-foot-wide ass just waddling through. You ever see a woman with an ass so big? Just waddling through the buffet line. It's like, 
that's where all their weight goes. If you told her to haul ass, she'd have to make four trips. <laughs> but see me, even though I'm I'm a big fatty too, obviously. I'm not disparaging the women, but mine doesn't show in the ass. Mine shows in this big uli that I got. Big uli? My big overhang. Yeah. Would you rather have your weight in your ass or in your belly? I think I'd rather have it in the ass. I don't know, man. The first time somebody called you lard ass. Yeah. And you actually knew, like, it wow. It wouldn't be the so, first time. Well, I know, but, like, you'd be like, oh, well, actually, it's it's literal. You'd look pretty you'd look pretty weird as a man, I think, with a big, I don't know. You'd kind of look like Frank, the barstool guy, probably. Yeah. You don't want you don't, you don't to look like that. No. There's some, some people that can't carry their weight well. Yeah. I feel like I can carry mine fairly well. I think so. You just look chunky. You don't look weird. Yeah. There's some fat people that are just, just like. Just look weird. Well, and you can tell they've never been varsity athletes because they've got just, <laughs> it's all fat. It's like a, e- even a fat guy like me, though, has some solidity. <laughs> varsity athlete. You know what I mean? Well, take <laughs> Ten, 12 years ago. All right. Let's give, take. Give it a break. Let's use Hayden, then. Take Hayden. Give, give it a break. Take Hayden. You can tell this seems like an unnecessary strain. He's fat, but he's like an unnecessary strain. Yeah, but he's got some solidity to it. Yeah, you know what I mean. I don't don't want to partake in this conversation. You can tell he's kind of solid. A lot of people are starting to beat the drum for Hinton Hooker. Yesterday, you saw McAfee beat the drum for him. You saw ESPN writing a puff piece for him. Now you got a Cowboys beat writer saying to keep an eye on him because the Cowboys are committed to drafting a quarterback. Where do you think Kenan Hooker, how do we think he's going to trend? I think it's kind of crazy that, A, that Stetson Bennett was getting talked about in the third round. But then you saw people talking, I think it was Mel Kuyper who said that people were really flummoxed at what he was doing because he turned down an invitation to the Senior Bowl and then went and got arrested. So like, got drinking to do. It, it seems like he is not committed at all to trying to be in the NFL. Meanwhile, Hinton Hooker's like, yeah, I'll come to the Senior Bowl and – I'll, I'll be excited to be there and meet people and do things like that. I want to do everything possible to try to be, put myself in a situation. Yeah. And apparently, like, he's going to be ready for training camp. His ACL surgery has gone well, and he says he's training to be That's big ready him, to go uh, full speed by training camp. That's huge for his uh, draftability, for sure. Um, says he thinks he'll be ready. I mean, I think he'll be. Already off crutches, according to uh, the report yesterday. Yeah, I saw a picture of Heupel and. Him and some a couple other players at the uh, Senior Bowl, so just got a brace on right now. So yeah, that's a good sign. Um, I mean, I think he'll kill the like interviews and stuff like that. And I, I think there's not really like any questions with his athleticism. Obviously, I think there'll be a little questions about his athleticism. Now he's coming off an ACL injury. Well, I, I do yeah, think, yeah, with that factor. Yeah. yeah, I do think like he won't get greater for exactly what he did last year, just because mm-hmm. there will be a question of how much he loses because. I know ACL injuries are not a death sentence at all anymore, and really yeah. we don't even think about them as that big of a deal outside of we know you can't play. We know, we know it takes six months to recover from. Mm-hmm. But I feel like we think of ACL injuries, they once ended your career, and now they're just a you know season-ending injury, and you come back the next year, and yeah. you're usually Maybe pretty lose good. half a step, but, yeah, usually you don't. So, wait a second. Is today National Signing Day? 
Did you not listen to the headlines? Today? A, you didn't listen to headlines. B, you completely no, derailed us. No, from what we're talking my about headlines. Now. I do my headlines. You said you didn't want to do anymore. And then headlines. Cam gave headlines. Today's national signing day. Yeah, that's why Cam told us about South Carolina signing the number one player in the country or the number one athlete in the country. That's why it was headline worthy. Isn't it wild that it's not even nobody even knows it's signing day anymore? Well, we did because we talked about it. It was a he- it was headline worthy. That's what made it headline no, worthy. No, no, no. You two don't deem what's headline worthy. You told us to do headlines. You two can play along. Yeah, you either do them or you don't do them. Well, we did them, and we made it headline it's worthy. It's more so uh, that nobody even knows it's signing day because it doesn't matter Well, anymore. we told the audience it was because the number one athlete in the country. And we made that point about nobody realizing it. Oh, my God. Sound the horn, Cam. Woo, 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 woo. Where was this at in headlines, Cody? I guess maybe take the horn I back. I don't know. I probably didn't have time to get not, to it. It's not breaking news. It was 51 minutes ago, but so take the horn back. <laughs> Apparently, the Arena Football League released a statement saying they're back. Yeah, I was going to say that. Oh, I boy. was going to my next headline. The Arena Football League's back. We've got three oh semi-pro leagues So now. that's worthy of a headline. The Arena Football League. We got another. We got another sports league. Who needs it? Stetson Bennett is going to need the Arena Football League. <laughs> it all ties together. He's not going to be doing anything. He's going to be drunk driving. Ryan Schumpert from Rocky Top Insider wrote a nice piece just now about Darnell Wright and how he is uh, really showing out down at the Senior Bowl. So uh, maybe he will be a riser in the mock draft. Still seeing him as a second and third round pick, which is a little surprising. Yeah. The film. The film says a lot about him. Yeah. Will Anderson. Clemson's defensive line. Kind of got shut down. Somebody will take him higher than that, I would think. I think so, but I think he'll. I think he'll be athletic when he comes to the combine, and I think that he will. That's probably when he'll start shooting up these mock drafts and stuff like that. Yeah, I think so. You see, Titans were the first team that met with Hooker at the Senior Bowl. Really? Mm -hmm. I think that's just a good look. If if I'm the Titans, there there could be a message learned here, or a lesson learned here. I guess is what I should have said. I don't know. I got a text message. I, the lesson could be learned here for how excited people got for Josh Dobbs. Mm-hmm. Josh Dobbs, let's face it, pretty mid as an NFL quarterback, at least yeah. until definitely mid, not even mid, before he played those last two games with the Titans. And everyone got really, really excited about the prospect of him playing. Maybe draft some beloved Titans play, or uh, some beloved Vols players mm-hmm. and give them a shot. Yeah, the fan base will come out for him. Yeah, some like jerseys. The, the the franchise would be have been a much better situation. If they're like, hey, beloved Vol, Trey Smith falling, falling, falling. He's really good. Maybe we take a flyer on him here. Mm-hmm. Now he's basically a borderline All Pro guard. Juwan Jennings hasn't been like you know great statistically. But he's been an NFL receiver. He's been a fan favorite over there, too. Yeah, he knows how to block, and you can run, do all these things. Yeah, he would have really fit. He would have fit in with what the Titans wanted to do. Yeah, like, and he's a beloved ball. Like, maybe just, you know, sometimes there's a tiebreaker. Like, hey, let's take the Tennessee guy and get some people excited about the franchise here locally. So I do like that they're talking to Hinton Hooker, and I would like if they drafted Hinton Hooker in the, you know, second, or maybe not second, third or fourth round. Mm Mm-hmm. Segment was brought to you by Julia Hurley with Realty Executives, a top sports relocation expert. Ranked in the top 1.5% in the country and located in Knoxville, Julia serves our Vol fans, athletes, and employees. 
Call Julia Hurley today at 865-237-7328. That's 865-237-7328. That's Julia Hurley with Realty Executives. Today's op is Joe Lenardi. As for some reason, Tennessee has fallen down to a two seed. Guess he loved that Kansas win last night. Is Kansas beating Kansas State at home by 12 much better than Tennessee dominating Texas for most of that game? I know know that uh, Tennessee only won by 11 or whatever, but it was – up by 22 with 10 minutes left. It was game control, right? If you're stealing that from college football, Tennessee had it for 30 minutes of that game. Yeah, I Does I the don't win at Kentucky so. mean that much? I mean, is it, are they getting a lot of pull from that? I don't think so. I think just those two decent wins in a row, maybe they're just – that's just what he's – I don't know. I guess he thinks we're going to slip up and they're going to be more consistent. I don't know. I've – they had already – that makes them split with Kansas State. It's not like right. they dominated Kansas State this year. They lost an overtime at Kansas State, which mm-hmm. to me that was more impressive than beating them at home maybe, or at least yeah. equally as impressive. Kansas State's mad about it because they have the same record and same conference record and everything, and now they are – Not getting any respect. Yeah, they're not getting any respect. Which I guess Kansas State has one more loss, but not uh, in conference. Just seemed kind of crazy yeah. that Kansas State would get, uh, or that Kansas would get so rewarded for that and get moved to the one line, which is what, that's why I've been saying, Cody, that I want Kansas to keep losing. Mm-hmm. Well, you know, if maybe those two teams could play on a neutral floor, we could see how the game would turn out. If there was some sort of metric where you could see whether Tennessee or Kansas was a better team. And if you look at, you know, the last few games, I think that's important to note, too, that Kansas is two and three in their last five, and we've won nine of our last ten, so I think you got to give Kansas the nod there, being two and three in their last five. It seems, yeah, it seems just kind of crazy. They did lose three in a row just a week ago, and it sounds to me like they a lost number three one in a row. seed. They lost three in a row? Yeah. Yeah. So if I going mean, into Kentucky, how could yeah. they not be a number one seed, losing three games in a row? Seems to me like that's. Important. I'm not going to get fully mad about it yet because it doesn't matter yet. But like I'm already mad thinking about it, right? I'm already yeah. mad thinking about March. I I get that the SEC hasn't been good, but like Cody so eloquently pointed out, mm. we did get to see these teams play head to head on a neutral court. We did see Tennessee without Josiah Jordan James dominate for you know basically all forty minutes of that game and never felt like we were in real danger of losing that game. Yeah, but you know you got to look at how how well Kansas did in that game too. I mean they were able to put up fifty points. That's half a hundred they scored in that game. It is half a hundred. Fifty points is a pretty good performance against this defense, I guess. You know, so it's it's not like they got beat by double digits. They only got beat by fourteen points in the game it's not a big margin or anything Tennessee's number two in the country 
like by the AP poll. I know that the AP poll doesn't mean everything, mm-hmm. but Tennessee is ranked number two in the AP poll. They're ranked, ranked number one in Kim Palm, number one uh, in in the uh, number two, excuse me, in the net rankings. Still behind Houston there. Yeah. Beat Kansas head to head, and it just well, Kansas has got a lot of opportunities left. But still play Texas twice. But that's it, it, it's not supposed to be a projection though, right? Like they're not projecting. Like, I thought Bernard's that. Not I thought projecting that's what, what he thinks, right? He's, he's, he was like, if the field was here today. I thought that Lenardi, yeah, he's supposed to. He he projects what the committee will do. Right? Well, I think he's projecting what the committee would do, like with the, all the data points now. Not like, yeah, hey, but it's not Kansas is going to go nine and one, and Tennessee is going to go eight and three, or you know, mm-hmm. over their next games or whatever. He's not doing it that way. He's saying with the. Resumes we have in front of us, this is how they would seed it, right? But theoretically, we're not supposed to be mad at him for this, right? He's just saying what well, the committee would do. Yeah, I don't know. He was down in Tennessee, and he was right about that last year. So, I mean, technically, we're not supposed to be upset with him. Tennessee has fallen behind Kansas by the slimmest of margins for the last number one seed. He says the Vols would reclaim that spot with a road win over Why Florida. Why is it the last number really? one seed That's when we're – when we're number two in the country, though, I mean, like, I, I got no huge issue with it being the last number one seed at the moment. Like Alabama's win at Houston, to me, carries enough weight where they should still be ahead of us. I, I have no problem with that right now. Do you that Alabama's ahead of us? If you want to tell me that I Houston, see what being Oklahoma at, did to them, like, I think you're allowed one bad game. Yeah, and we had ours in November. I thought we had ours. I mean, I thought the game against Kentucky was pretty bad too. I mean, it, that one yeah. not near the same, you know, scale. Obviously, I, I get losing that, but to Kentucky. I mean, just on its surface, doesn't seem sure. to be as bad as getting blown out by Oklahoma. But, sure, but we've also got the Colorado loss. What What was Alabama's other loss? They lost to Gonzaga, UConn, UConn, good, UConn, and Gonzaga. Good, so good like, teams. I, I got no problem. I think we're better than Alabama, and like I do think that that's going to work itself out. I, I think Alabama. Still has at least – the thing is, man, the SEC is so bad. I don't know how many losses they have left in them. Like, I think we're <laughs> going to beat them on the 15th or whenever it is. But, like, outside of that, I don't know who else is going to beat them. We might have to win out to win the conference. Yeah. I mean, like, yeah, if we went out and win the conference, it might be one of those shared deals, too. Like, if you told me both Tennessee and Alabama finished 17-1 and in conference, would you really be surprised? No, not at this point. I, I'm afraid that that might be what has to happen. What so year was it? Was it 2019 possible. where that happened? And like we just could not catch Auburn because they never lost. They just yeah. kept winning. They went like 16 <laughs> and two or something like that. And we finished like 15 and three and like tied with Kentucky or it was something similar to that. Those exact numbers might not be right. Is that but, not last year? Um, well, last year it wouldn't have been Auburn, right? Who was the one seed last year? I thought it was Auburn. Was Auburn the one seed last year? Yeah, I guess it was, and then they lost to Arkansas, A&M. Who the hell beat them? A&M, maybe? A&M, A&M, A&M beat Arkansas. The A&M beat Auburn A&M as well? A&M also beat Auburn, yeah. Yeah, because Auburn was 27-4 and four last year. Yeah, but that, that's not the season I'm thinking about, though, when it comes to we just couldn't catch them. I want to say it was. They, well, they were 15-3. Really were really I think it was when Alabama the won the conference, and they went like 17, or they went like 16-2 and two or something like that. Yeah, Auburn was fifteen and three last year. Yeah, what what, what were we last year? Uh, fourteen and four. Fourteen and four, I think. Yeah, that wasn't exactly the one I'm thinking about. I think I'm thinking of uh, eighteen and nineteen. 
No, LSU did that. LSU was 15 and three that year. And is that what I'm thinking of? No. 17 and 18, we tied. Alabama won the conference in the COVID year. Yeah, 17 and 18, we tied. Maybe that's no, that wouldn't be because we weren't even good that year. Alabama or Kentucky won it in uh, COVID year. Well, the uh, the next year, twenty and twenty one, Alabama went sixteen and two, but we were ten and seven. I, maybe I was thinking of the year we couldn't catch LSU. Maybe that's what I was thinking of. Or yeah, maybe they, it was last year too, they, and Auburn just wouldn't lose. Yeah. Could have could have been then too. I don't know, but they um, they lost to A and M. A and M got hot in the SEC tournament. Yeah, man, they made it all the championship. They ran out of steam just to get beat by us. Get choked out. <laughs> Alabama played three straight top five teams last year. But Cam, would you be like shocked if both teams went seventeen and one in conference? No. I mean, no, it would be no. a you know it'd be a pretty big parlay you'd have to hit to get there. Mm-hmm. You know, Tennessee would have to win every one of their conference games remaining, and Alabama would have to lose only to Tennessee. So, like, it would be like I said, a big parlay. But at the same time, when you look at you know Alabama, you could go ahead and after what they did to poor Vanderbilt last night, did you guys see that game? One hundred and one to forty four. Yeah, I saw that that happened. A hundred and one to forty-four. Yeah. That was a sixty-five point win. Well, that's uh, Alabama can do that to you if they hit all their shots and no, and they're not defended. Yeah, that's a good bounce back performance after an embarrassing Oklahoma loss to come out and take out those frustrations with Jerry Stackhouse. Which I think Jerry Stackhouse is, you know, pretty solid as a coach. I just think he's kind of undermanned and that program's dead. Mm-hmm. But, like, losing by 65 is inexcusable no matter who you play. And I'm doing yeah, the math that's... wrong. It's actually 67 points. My bad. Did the math there wrong. Yeah, that's unreal. <laughs> I was doing 101 minus 46. They scored 44 points. But, like, Alabama at LSU, I feel like you can pencil that in for a win. Home against Florida mm-hmm. at Auburn. Maybe Auburn could spring an upset. Maybe. Maybe at A&M. Maybe. It's hard to win at Auburn. But then we got to go play down there too. Yeah, so. yeah. Maybe, maybe I'd bet more. T- Would you bet it's more likely both teams go sixteen and two? I guess at this point than seventeen and one. Maybe, yeah, maybe that's more of a, a likely bet. Yeah, or maybe it's more likely Alabama goes seventeen and one, and we go sixteen and two, since we've already got a loss. Yeah, it might end up being that uh, losing to Kentucky really. Yeah, sixteen and two might not win the SEC title, but I do think it would get you a one seed, maybe. Who yeah. knows? Maybe then they'd be like, hey, it depends on who wins the SEC tournament. And if you win the SEC tournament, you're the one seed at Tennessee. And if you win at Alabama, you're the one seed. And otherwise, you'll be a two seed. Houston doesn't have a lot of margin for error either. Like, if they lose a game, I could see them dropping to the two line. Purdue plays, I believe, Penn State tonight. And I think there's a puncher's chance that Penn State could win that game. Yeah. Maybe. Penn State's, yeah, been average this year, so. They're why? at least scrappy, right? Yeah, yeah. Why is Houston? I don't know if they got an answer for Edie though. <laughs> I don't think anybody in the country, except maybe Uros, has an answer for Edie. Uro, we might, <laughs> Uros yeah, we we might just need to keep Uros ready to uh, to take on Edie. He might be our only hope. <laughs> just rest him rest just of the year. Just go get foul him. him. Just get him working out. Just pure workout rest of the year. Just come in there and goon it up. <laughs> but yeah, Lenardi writes that if Tennessee beats Florida, they will hop back into the one line for him. That's Why annoying. is Houston up there? I mean, they're yeah. record-wise, they're good, I guess. But I mean, yeah, they don't play. Any, they, I mean, they're always good. They got one good win. They won at Virginia. 
That is a good win. They're getting credit for being four and one quad one though. So like, if you look at that, that's the same record as Tennessee. And they were good last yeah. year, so kind of the carryover from last year. Right, I mean, beating the Cincinnati. They kind of get the benefit of the doubt just because yeah. uh, Samson's a really good coach. They got a lot of talent, and you know they they have been a good program the last handful of years. They did make a Final Four, didn't they? Yeah. Uh, did they make a Final Four? Um, two, two, I don't did they make know. it last year? They get knocked out. The two NBA? years ago, I okay. think they made the Final Four. Like, where did they end up last? There are two losses at home. Elite eight last a year. A home to Alabama by uh, six, and then a one-point loss to Temple. But since then, like, Cincinnati had them on the ropes, man. Cincinnati couldn't hit free throws. They lost to Villanova in the Elite Eight last year. Yeah, they I mean, did the win. year before that, they lost in the semis. And... year before that, yeah, they lost to Baylor in the Final Four. So, pretty good program. They did lose yeah. at – or they – they beat. They won at Oregon, what and they've their, been hanging around this year because they were preseason number three. So what the hell are their quad one wins though? At Oregon and at Virginia, they said they got four of them. Like Cincinnati, Cincinnati, a top fifty team. Ah, uh, probably. I'm scrolling. I'm scrolling. I'm scrolling. Memphis. We've got two top Memphis, ten maybe. wins. Florida is right now fifty second, so that would just be a quad two win. A quad two win, technically, right? On the road. Or no, no, on the road is top 75. Yeah, if I that's on the road, right. it's a quad one. Yeah, if you're, if you're top 75, it's it's quad one on the road. It's top 50 neutral site, top 30. Yeah, we shouldn't have any trouble with them. Uh, they've been playing better. Tennessee. Yeah, we own them. Yeah, we're. I believe I saw eight and two. They still got that big white, what's his name, Cass, Castleman or whatever. Oh, yeah. He's still yeah. down there. I think that guy's still there. Unless they replace them, there's a, there's a, I know who you're talking about. We own them. Castle is it Castleberry or Castleton? Yeah, something Castleton. like that. Castleton. Yeah. He's all they've got. Be nice if they had Keontae uh, Johnson. Yeah. <laughs> they have one. Uh, you're a Florida fan, you're happy for him, right? That like he is back to playing basketball, probably, but you're also like, be. man, like why isn't he still here? Yeah. They have won five of their last seven. Wow, but of course he went to the team and ended up playing you in the Big 12 Challenge, too. I didn't even think about that. Yeah. Did he play good against them? I think it was all right. Um, I didn't see any he, of that. I'm not sure his exact stat line, but. Yeah. I don't see any reason we shouldn't go down there and hammer them. Send us to a quick timeout. It's Talk Sports on Fan Run Radio. You worried at all about Florida tonight? You pointed out they've been playing a little bit better. I'm not worried. They're 12 and nine. They're no, they're a worried. bottom feeder. It's a road game. The line it should be fine. Line but... started at six. It's down to four and a half though. So like it's you're not a, you're not. I a mean huge yeah, it's, it's not a cakewalk. You're not gonna go in there and just they the way you can handle like the Mississippi States and South Carolinas of the world. Cakewalk. But it's gonna be a cakewalk. It should be all right. What do you mean by cakewalk? Ass whipping. Gonna go gobble them up. Double digits. Come out with a, a nice prize. Double digits. You win by double digits. So you're saying Tennessee by ten or more? Uh, twelve. Seventy-one to fifty-nine. You can get plus two twenty-five right now on a Fanduel. No. For eleven, Seven. eleven points or more. Yeah. Eight seventy-four to fifty-seven. You get ten to one on a win from sixteen to twenty points. Yeah, we're, I'm not worried. What's there to be worried about? Because they beat South Carolina the other day. 
I'm just asking. I'm asking questions here. I mean, Tennessee has been elite and dominant for most of the year, although like there was the trip to Ole Miss that was pretty tough at the beginning of SEC play that Tennessee didn't play well in the first half, and it's still on the road in the SEC. Florida's not a bottom feeder. I don't think they're great this year by any yeah, means. They're, but they're a mid-feeder. They're a competent basketball team. They're mid at best. I'd say they skew bottom. Okay. Tennessee's last trip on the road was against LSU, and, you know, they, they, they absolutely dominated. But at Mississippi State and at Ole Miss, Tennessee, you know, struggled for a half. Yeah, the way Ziegler's playing, though, right now, I, I think we're hot. I think we're, I think we're moving at a pretty good clip right now. Okay. Now you could get into that whole conversation of are you peaking too early, but I don't think we've peaked. I don't think we've peaked. I think we've just kind of unlocked a new offense. Mm-hmm. And I think it's just as simple as like Zakai and Olivier running a nice little pick and roll, pick and pop action, like. That's not like guys are just shooting crazy averages. Now, you could talk about Tennessee's defense maybe peaking and some regression to the mean where guys start hitting more threes that they aren't hitting right now. And, you know, maybe those numbers equal up because right now Tennessee's on pace to be one of the best three point defenses ever in the history of the sport. So, like, maybe that has peaked too soon. And there'll be some regression. Florida's next three games are Tennessee at Kentucky at Alabama. Yeah, and that Kansas State wasn't much easier. No. No, that's a tough four-game skid there. Yeah. Is Kentucky the third-best SEC team? They should be. They're the third-most talented team. They have been pretty crummy all year, but you look up, they're 6-3 and three in the SEC right now. Yeah. They're 15-7. and seven. They're probably on the bubble. Yeah, they're still on the bubble. Nice win by Maryland last night when you're looking at like your resume oh, and yeah. such. Maryland yeah. uh, came through with a nice win yesterday. That was big. I bet they did. They were able to uh, knock off Indiana. Maryland and USC, we need them to keep pushing up our resume. Yeah. USC's doing good, too. They beat UCLA the other day. Where are they? They're uh... – yeah, we need to get them in the. They were fifteen and six. I don't know what they. They are. still are. We need to get them in the top fifty when it comes to uh, the net ranking. They're just hanging out at fifty six right now. We need them to be a little bit better. Maryland though, all the way up to number thirty one though. That's a nice. That's a nice win. Yeah, really. Just you know, you just keep on winning. USC hosts Washington so, State uh, tomorrow, so that'll be a good chance for them to keep winning. I hope Purdue loses this week. Yeah, I mean they play. Like I said, they play. Uh, Penn State tonight. Penn State's going to have at least a puncher's chance. I don't see them losing that one. Is Penn State good? They are competent, at least. Yeah. They're a bubble team. Okay. Who do they play in the weekend? Like they Penn play um, Indiana. At Indiana. Yeah, that's right. At Indiana on Saturday will be a pretty good chance. Like there's a, there's a, there's a solid chance that if Tennessee is able to win tonight – and then beat Auburn on Saturday that Tennessee starts next week, number one. There's a pretty good chance. Mm-hmm. I mean, 22 and three. That's what I want to be. Cam, I mean, what would you give percentage wise that, that Purdue drops either Penn State or at Indiana? One of the two, I'd probably put it like 64%. Do you think, you think it's 64% that they drop at least one of those? Yeah. Okay. 
I was going to say it's at least like 50%. Yeah, I was say it's because I think that in the end it's going to be tough. They've been, they've been playing pretty well until they lost last night. And so it seems like a team that would be trying to have that bounce-back game. I just, you know, there's so few teams that have any answer for that Purdue big man. No, he's, <laughs> he's a monster, and then, like, you know, when you double him, they just kick it out to some shooters, and they all could kind of shoot. Yeah. What's his name? Edie. Edie? What's his, you know, his first Zach. name? Zach Edie. Zakidi. He Edie's, Edie's the rebounds. He's a big boy. Is he National Player of the Year, I assume? Yeah, I would think so. 22 points and 13 rebounds in the number one team in the country. Yeah, I'd say that's uh Oh, wow. That's not that's what I would have thought he looked like. Yeah, it seems like a dumb question. Seven foot four. Yeah, you just got enough for him. <laughs> 22 points. It's crazy that he's gotten so much better, though. Like, last year he was good. Maybe he just couldn't, wasn't conditioning. Maybe, mm-hmm. why, why did he only play 19 minutes last year? Where it was like, hey, um, you're going to put Keegan Murray out there. Or no, Keegan Murray was an owl. Why the hell was, yeah. why was Purdue not playing him more? I don't know. Maybe, like you said, maybe conditioning. I, I'm not sure, but yeah, he, he went from 19 minutes. Level. I mean, in those 19 minutes, he was averaging 14.4 and 7.7 rebounds, but it's going up to 31 minutes a game. He's at 22 and 13. I think he had some foul trouble last year too. I think he's been better about that. Yeah, I mean his stats. Right. I mean, I'm not going through the game log or anything, but his stats say he just had two fouls a game. So like, oh, I don't. Well, maybe not. Then, but yeah, maybe conditioning is the biggest guess. Mm-hmm. I don't know Looks why like he, he can have dunk. Now he's a monster. He dropped 30 points. Uh, on Penn State, their first go-around this year, so we'll see what he could do against them tonight. It's a big old boy. Hour two in the books. Kick off hour three of headlines. Matt Lock.